0: Yo, what the deal? What's the deal? What's what's the deal? Hey, yo, what up? It's your man Dean Edwards. Welcome to another father episode of the father protocol podcast. I'm chilling here. We actually rearranged order of episodes. Uh, was was all set to uh drop drop uh episode a couple of hours ago however you know sometimes you have to adapt sometimes you must adapt to change as Bruce Lee says be like Walter you have to adapt so I'm uh, I'm adapting man I'm actually I'm stuck stuck in Denver what were the chances honestly how could this happen so uh for those of you who don't know um there's a there's a blizzard that is supposed to affect 50 million people in the United States. The newscasters love doing that. They love telling you the amount of people that are going to be affected so that you don't feel lonely. Because as they say, misery loves company. And when you have 50 million people affected by the weather, there's going to be some misery in there involved. Um, I, for one... Am not miserable, disappointed. Uh, but you know, you gotta move on. I'm uh I'm here in Denver after a uh, wonderful weekend doing the uh Denver improv, um selling out a couple of shows and uh it was all set to bounce. But I'll get into that in a second. Uh wanna send a quick shout out to uh All Things Comedy Our Network. Uh go check out some uh Companions on all things comedy, their podcast, uh, you know, uh, Ari Shaffir's, uh, the the Skeptic Tank, uh, my man Billy Burrs Monday Morning Podcast. I want y'all to know, I've I've just uh, resigned myself to the fact that I'm not going to try and say say Bill. I've tried, all right. I've tried. Uh, to no avail. I keep attempting, yet it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> my man Dean Del Rey's let there be talk. I, I, if, I, if I'm not uh, mistaken, I think Del Rey's numbers have been moving up, and he's in uh, iTunes top 200. So good go for him. Good for him. And also my brother from another mother, my man uh, Ian Ian Edwards. Check out his soccer comic rant. Uh, Big up, Ian Edwards. Big up, I- y'all. Ian is, uh, Ian is, <laughs> Ian went to Sundance this past weekend. I think he's in, uh, in some indie, and so he, uh, he went out to Sundance. So Sundance just got a little more colorful, which is a beautiful thing. Big up to uh, Ian and Ian's turn in some movie. I actually texted him because <laughs> what happened? I saw the picture on uh on Facebook. Which is funny because that's actually how comics keep in contact, you know. I I was speaking to my man Ryan Evans last night at the improv. I didn't know he even lived out here. That's that's Rodney Perry's brother. Another another buddy of mine, Rodney Perry, doing big things, big things will go on. And uh and I said, Doreen, last night I said, you know, it's funny. I haven't seen you in years, but we keep in contact on social media. So, you know what, um, as someone who, I guess, does critique social media and the way people utilize it, that's one way I can say it is used in a, in a positive manner to, you know, keep people connected and keep, keep in contact with people that you might not see on a regular basis, but if I see, you know, say uh, my man Jay Phillips and I were talking recently and I was like, yeah, you know, we don't see each other a lot. But if I, if I see Jay's in an airport headed to do the Cleveland improv, I'm like, all right, that's my man. He's doing his thing. Good to know we all still out here, you know. Um, so, yeah, uh, big, big up them. And, uh, and oh, I text Ian and I said to him, <laughs> I always mess with him about he, he he loves in. Ian loves white women. He's like, I love women, but white women are in there, too. Uh, So I text him. I said, hey, have fun in the dance of sun, sun. Get it? This dance of sun, sun dance? Anyway, okay. Anyway, uh, and then I said, enjoy the film premiere, the snow, and the white women. And then I told him, two of those are one and the same. (laughs) And and he, he hit me back saying, there's literally nothing but snow. And snow bunnies up here. I said that's a beautiful thing. So good for you, Ian. I suppose I should uh, look up what the name of the movie that he um, was featured in at Sundance is. But won't that take time? I mean, won't that won't that mean that we'll have to take some time to look up the name of the actual uh, said movie? Shouldn't take too long. I mean, I could. I guess I could just go to Facebook, and put in Ian's name, and search for it. So I'll get that for y'all in a little bit. Uh, sometimes Facebook, Facebook be acting funny. Facebook be acting. Social media be acting funny. And like every meme says something be like, is this what's happened? People have our rules of grammar slid sl- 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 so low. Down the totem pole. <laughs> that now everything is just be like. <laughs> Brothers be like. Pickers be like. Women be like. Strippers be like. Uh, it's, it's not bad until your kids start talking the same way. Then you're like. Shoot. Maybe parents should have been like. No. Maybe. Perhaps. Anything. Anyone. Anyway. So. Uh, the show's this weekend. At the uh, Improv. Can I just uh reflect and before I reflect I gotta uh let y'all know as always, you know, follow brother on all things uh that are Dean Edwards with I A M Dean Edwards. Uh just to stay stay uh tuned on what we have going on and keep abreast of our current situation situation. I actually kinda lost my voice a little bit this weekend. Uh but that that just shows how committed I, I was to the art, y'all. That's how committed a brother is, you know? The movie that Ian's in is called Tangerine. It says, uh, there's actually a review on his page. Tag maybe I'll read it. Sundance Review. Tangerine is a charming buddy comedy about transgendered prostitutes in LA. Good for you, Ian. And just to let y'all know, I do not think Ian is playing a uh, transgendered prostitute. Uh, But he is an actor, so you never know. No, I was just playing serious pause, right, right, Ian? You see, I called it back to the pause episode. All right. Um, So, yeah, this this weekend, weekend was cool. Somebody asked me recently, because I explained to them how exhausting traveling and going on the road can be. And they were like, no, nah, it can't be that bad. I mean, you in a hotel. You know what? It's not so much the hotel and living out of your uh, suitcase that's exhausting. Even though that's frustrating. This is actually, this past weekend was the first time I decided to unload my clothes and put them in the uh, dresser and closet that is provided. Uh, the reason being, well... The reason I normally don't do that is because I'm always afraid that I'm going to forget something in the hotel. You know, you leave something hanging up and then you forget to grab it when you uh, leave or you leave something in the drawers and then you forget to grab it before you leave. So that's always my, uh, my paranoia, which is why I normally don't. However, I had my T-shirts and so I just brought one big bag, one big uh, roller board. I had to check luggage. Anyone that knows me knows that I do not like checking luggage because uh, I've had a couple of incidents in the past where my luggage got lost. I'm not going to uh, name the airline, uh, but they do fly the air in Canada. Uh <laughs> and I lost it twice, they, it happened, both times I flew with these fools. they lost my luggage two times, what, what were the chances, um, one time I was going, actually both, while I was headed to uh, comedy festivals, once, in the uh, Montreal Comedy Festival, Just for Laughs Comedy Festival, I was going to be there for a week, and my luggage didn't get there until, I think, two or three days before I left, so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday during the day, I didn't have my luggage. I was a dude walking around wearing the T-shirt from the, the, the various colors of T-shirts from Montreal Comedy Festival because they have a bag of swag that they give all the uh, people that are part of the uh, festivities. And so I wore every shirt, and then they gave me a couple of extra ones. Why? Well, because I didn't purchase the ticket, the festival did, so at the time, because uh, normally Amex, Amex will cover your luggage being lost, they give you like $100 a day to shop, but I didn't buy the ticket, the festival bought the ticket, therefore, I didn't have anything to, I mean, I could go buy my own clothes, I didn't want to, until finally that last day I went shopping with my man Joe Coy, and uh, of course, the day I go shopping, my bag comes, so I don't check luggage that often, but I did this past week, last week when I was flying out to Denver because I had I had a handful of t-shirts left to uh, sell, the cool for the market t-shirts. So I, um, I decided at the last minute, I said, you know what, let me just bring this merch and uh, get rid of it. Um, that shows how lazy a brother is because uh, we actually sold, I think I had maybe 20, about 27 shirts remaining and i think we sold probably like 22 of them so so god i'm glad that uh i'm glad i got to sell them you know uh but didn't want to so i packed now here's this all is really if you want to include the entire trip you got to figure okay you're going out of town for in essence five days you, you leave town wednesday um, so you don't have to necessarily pack clothes for Wednesday, but you pack for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then uh Monday, even though Monday usually if i if I wear sweats, I usually will just travel and wear the same sweats that I wore flying out there. No need to uh soil up a new pair of clothes. Am I right? Am I right? so but here's the thing, always bring more drawers in the amount of days that you're staying out there. Let me repeat that. The father bucket protocol for today that y'all should understand. Is always bring extra drawers, extra underwear, extra undies. So that if you are stuck an extra day or two or three. Like I am today. (laughs) Then you have some excess drawers. And you're not in your sink in the bathroom trying to... You're not in the airport trying to scrub out a pair of drawers. You know, I mean, geez, what are you people doing that you're scrubbing your underwear? You know. (laughs) So, uh, you start packing. Like, I I usually start packing. I pack on Tuesday night, which totally ruins your Tuesday, right? I usually, if I I wash clothes... For some odd reason, it always seems like I wash clothes right before I go out of town. So, now... folding clothes, because I got to fold them and then put them away, and then I take them out, I, I, I usually will have, like, here, I'm gonna give y'all my, uh, my itemized packing list, um, because that's somewhat, uh, interesting, I'm sure, boom, this is, uh, this is, oh, no, this is a different, uh, packing list, because I usually will do different packing lists every time I travel, so, boom, Denver pack list, Five pairs of socks, seven boxers, two blazers. Right? Because you know I'm getting my, uh, my 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 grown and sexy on. Why does a suit mean or a blazer mean you're grown and sexy? How about you're just dressed nice, but you're not. You're still not sexy. you still not, You're still not sexy. This is not sexy. Close your shirt. Uh, let's see. Oh, three black tees, three white tees, four button downs. Look! Look! I put two. <laughs> I put two fly tees. That's hilarious. I put two fly d's. Cause you know sometimes you might want to you know throw on like a T uh, a t-shirt. Like I, I have this real fly. I have a couple of uh, t-shirts with Jimi Hendrix on. Uh, the one one actually uh, had a velour Hendrix with his wild afro and up until. Six months ago, when I would, when I had a afro, if I wore that shirt, some people actually would say, Oh, that's cute. You have your face on your shirt. No, that's Jimmy. That's that was my guitar solo. Did you like? Yeah, so uh, uh, let's see, two uh, Oh, two scarves. The pink scarf is a hit. Women always want to steal that after the show. They're like, you got to let me have that scarf. No, I don't. (laughs) Uh, Look, Blanco y Blanco sneakers, as if I have any other sneakers. Uh, Oh, boom, my five fingers, because I usually will. The five-finger sneakers, I I wear those to work out, right? Um, Use those to run in and uh, jump rope in. And your feet, you wind up feeling it, man, and uh and the socks that go with those. Boom. I have my jump rope, uh, you know, pair of workout shorts, and then two workout shirts. Um yeah. So there you have my uh my packet list. So that sounds easy, but it probably takes me a good hour and a half, two hours to pack because I'm also watching television or catching up on something some i'm catching up on something so i uh you know i was watching uh what was i watching last one last tuesday before i left i don't even know might have been watching was it empire i don't know it don't matter so back tuesday night uh bunch of running around wednesday you know running errands and what have you I had a bunch of errands to run before i went out of town wednesday then I went to the airport, now here's the thing, I had a ride, my wife was like, if I want a ride, she can drop me off, but it'd have to be early, my flight wasn't until I think like 6, 6.30, so I was like, of course, who doesn't want to go to the airport at 2 o'clock, but I also figured if I go that early, maybe I can catch an earlier flight, nope, that wasn't going to happen, now I'm sitting in the airport for 3 or 4 hours, uh, some of you may or may not have seen the picture I posted, uh, because, you know, brothers being more viral is what I do. So I, uh, posted a picture, um, of, uh, of me going through the airport, a video. And then, yo, this dude, this dude with, I, I can't say his feet were hairy. They were, they were furry. This dude had furry toes. How to, like, fade your toe toe hair, man. Like, I don't, you know, it's hard for me because I'm not a very hairy person, which uh, my previous look betrayed that because most people saw, like, the hair on my head and think I'm really hairy. I don't have a lot of hair on my arms or my chest or my legs. I, I, I look. Some people would think I actually wax, which I do not. But I just, I've, I've never, I'm not a hairy person. I am a, I'm a tropical creature, you know? That's why I'm not big on the winter. So, uh, yeah, my man, had you know, had the nerve to not only have hairy feet, that he uh, adorned in a pair of old uh, mandals. Why men are wearing sandals in January, let alone ever, unless you're on the beach. And even, the, don't wear sandals, just get a pair of little $3 flip-flops, son three dollar flip-flops you wear those to and fro the car and then you take them off but having these designer sandals slash mandals i i I take issue i do take issue so we uh we fly out uh i think the flight was delayed yeah the flight was delayed because the pilot gets on and he decides listen if there's a problem with with the uh plane keep that is to yourself, I don't need to know it, I don't want to know, ignorance is bliss, so this fool, we, we get on, on board, on the plane, the plane's supposed to leave at what, six, maybe 6.30, so we're boarded, I'm on, I don't know, by like 5, 5.45, you know, that's why I tell y'all, if you fly, man, collect your, your air miles, because you get, uh, your status bumped up, and then you can board a little earlier. Uh, you know, they, they they board old people that might need assistance or people with kids that might need assistance. You ever see somebody boarding with kids, but the kids are teenagers? I'm like, yeah, I don't get to board. It's not like either of your children that are in uh, high school need a baby seat. So, uh, get on. I actually think... I'm hoping that the middle seat—I have an emergency exit row, right? I'm hoping that I uh, that no one sits in the middle seat. And then I see, I see, um, <laughs> I see Spartacus walking on the plane. Still, his now his feet probably are back in his sandals because I don't see them in his hands. And there was this moment we made eye contact, and I swear he's looking at me like, "Yeah, son, I'm coming to sit next to you." But fortunately, whew, he did not So, uh, fly out. Now, keep in mind, this this day started for me to drop the kids off. I woke up probably 6.30, 7 o'clock. So this is a long day already. But I'm an early riser, you know. And that's not even from me being in the Army. That's just, in general, I always like waking up early. Because whoever woke up early on the weekends controlled the television and the well, that's before you had a remote control, but you controlled the TV. Whoever controlled the TV had the power. You got the juice now, player. So I would wake up while early. I'd wake up dumb early, like six, six thirty in the morning, uh, to make sure I had the uh, I had control of the TV. And usually, I would watch this TV show called Davy and Goliath. It was this animated show. Now let me be clear. For those of you that don't know what good Saturday morning cartoon and programming is, you haven't lived until you had the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter Day Saints production of Davy and Goliath. <laughs> I love this show, man. It come on, and like some odd. may may have been on PBS. It might have been on PBS back in the days, and it was about Davy. And his little dog named Goliath that he talked to. No one had a problem with this little boy talking to his dog, huh? We just let that slide. Uh, And Goliath sounded like he was high. Very much like Mr. Snuffleupagus did on Sesame Street. Right, bird? Yes, they both had these slow draws. Uh, So I used to wake up early and watch this cartoon. Uh, it was actually one of those claymation uh, TV shows with the stop-motion animation. Uh, I used to love this show. Uh, Y'all yeah, should go check it out and find it on YouTube. They used to always try and drop a message because it was associated with the church. Uh, some of you are like, what show is this? Hey, this sounds awful. You know what? I don't even, even know if it does hold up. But it holds memories for me. And that is what is important. So I wake up early, man. So I was up Wednesday at 6, 6.30. Had to get the kids ready for school, brought them to school. I don't think I went to the gym that day. I just had too much running around. I had to get a haircut, go get a haircut. My barber, of course, I get there. Uh, Ten. no, you know what? I went and I did. I worked out that morning. Then I went to get a haircut, and I had to wait because he had, like, two heads in front of me, and He's one of those barbers that at times, you know, sometimes he gets you in and out. But sometimes if my man C-Town, if he, he gets to talking and having a convo, you're going to have a long wait, son. So I probably didn't leave the barbershop till 12.30, 1 o'clock, uh, you know. And, jeez, by that point, I think I got home like 1, and And, uh, shoot, got home 1, and went to the airport by two, two thirty, and then just sat for a couple of hours. So I get to the hotel. No, I get to the airport, and there was a miscommunication between my agent and the Denver Improv. Because normally, when you land, there's a there's a driver that's waiting for you. It might be a manager from the club, or actually a uh, you know a car service, which is fine. They'll have a sign that says Dean Edwards, and you go up and say, Oh, that's me let's go. You you know what I like doing every so often? I like messing with drivers. Like uh, Usually if I see a name that is ethnically ambiguous, meaning they can't tell who it is, I'm not above going. (laughs) I'm not above going. And uh, as I see someone with a sign, like it says, uh, you know, Hal Johnson, I'll just walk up. I won't say anything, but I'll just walk up like with a smile on my face, like, hey! And then, like, Mr. Johnson, I'm like, no, I just want to say hey to you, man. <laughs> I'm so childish! That doesn't... Why would you do that? Because uh, I was on a long uh, flight with uh, Barabbas and, and his foot. And I decided I wanted to um, have have a little fun. But, you know, they usually smile about it. Um, sometimes people will give you that look like, never never had that happen before, man. That's really original. But... Uh, as I as I was flying, I said, "Oh, you know, let me check my uh, my advance. That's what they call uh, your information when you go to do the club. Your your agent or your manager's assistant. Usually, the assistant. It's never the, the agent or the manager. It's usually the assistant handles all your your flight itinerary and everything and, and your press and media schedule. So the advance said, when you get to the airport, go to the uh, go to the west exit." And you can catch the shuttle to the Renaissance Hotel. Now, part of me is like, shuttle, why am I, I got to ride. And I know this might sound a little pompous and uh, elitist. But in my mind, I'm like, wait, I have to ride with, with with the plebeians? With the general population? I'm supposed to have a car, a vehicle to myself. Gone are the days, I'm actually glad they stopped with the stretch limos. Stretch limos always were obnoxious to me, you know? Uh, I think I spoke about this on a previous episode. Like on SNL, they would have a fleet of stretch limos waiting outside for cast members after the show. And I never understood why they'd have these stretch limos when it might just be you in the limo. You, If you didn't have any friends or family coming to check out the show, it was just you in this big, giant... <laughs> vehicle with a driver that could hardly hear you unless you yelled. yeah, so this the after party at, at Houston's this week? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Edwards, what did you say? My driver's name was Desmond. His cousin was Big Leslie, used to host Rap City. Anyone remember Big Leslie? She was at the beginning of, uh, of Living Single Ooh, in the 90s got a 90s kind of world I'm glad I've got my girls She danced uh, she was dancing and folding laundry, which, honestly, if you're going to fold laundry, the only way to do it is to do the running man at the same time, or the cabbage patch. Cabbage pats, them clothes back in your basket. Um, random information right there. So, we, uh, we just say, you know what, here, let me go. I call the hotel. They said, yeah, it'll be, the shuttle will be there in about seven minutes. So, I go, wait on the island, and i I catch the shuttle. it's now time wise it's probably we landed kinda early, but I had to wait for my luggage, and even though it was priority um and marks still took a little while for it to come out, so it comes out. I'm waiting i gotta wait until was it nine thirty five or ten thirty five I had to wait for for the shuttle to come, so now I get to the hotel. I'm gonna say either. I think it had to be... Was it at 9? You know what? I'm guessing, yeah. You know what? The shuttle came at 9.35, so I get to the hotel probably around 10-ish. Son, I get to the hotel. It's packed. I see nothing but cowboys. I'm seeing cowboy hats everywhere I can look. So I'm like, oh, there's a good old boy convention of some sort going on here in wonderful Denver, Colorado. I was happy that it was not too nippy or wasn't too cold, so I didn't have to wear like a big uh jacket. I just wore my top coat. Uh there's a line of people checking in or dealing with whatever at the front desk. I go, I finally get to the front, go to check in. Uh I realize there had been an issue, so I'm trying to break the ice because I don't want the uh I don't want the woman projecting her angst with whatever previous customer she dealt with on me. So I'm like you know, remember Eddie Murphy in uh, in Beverly Hills Cop, when uh, when he he was being uh helped by the the hotel clerk, and he said, "Nervous, some people, huh?" <laughs> I, you know what? I still do that because I want to put people at ease, and I want to get the the nicest. Uh, Treatment available, you know i I'd rather kill them with kindness, so at least if they want a stank mood, they're at least in a in an okay mood you know if they're in a good mood, then you're friendly back, and then you're in a great mood they and and you're you're feeling happy all around in the middle of the lobby of the Renaissance hotel denver so I, I you know I said to the lady, I said nervous some people, huh I said to her, I said, oh, I said it's pretty busy in here huh she was like, yeah, I said yeah, it's one of those days I said, um, you know, well, you know, hopefully mine is uh, simple. I give her my ID. She's like, oh, you're you a, oh, am I dealing with a celebrity? I said, nah, son, I'm a comedian. You know what I mean? We don't do celebrity well. I'm a human being. To be a man, be a human being, by any means necessary. So, next thing I know... She says, oh, your room's not ready. Wait, what? Remember? Remember I was killing you with kindness? I was friendly. See see the pearly whites? I got all of them. I have I have all 30, uh, was it 32 or is it 34? 32. I have all my teeth. I didn't have them pulled. Uh, when my wisdom teeth came in, I said I'm going to suck up the pain, deal with it, and they'll eventually straighten out. And they did. So she's like, okay, um, yeah, your room's not ready. Now, I've had... It occurred in the past where I've tried to check into a hotel room early in the day, say 10, 1030 a.m. Because I had an early flight and I got to a town early. But I've never, I've never attempted to check in late at night and had someone say, oh, your room's not ready. Well, you had a long day to prepare my room, no? So she says, well, no, you know, it actually, I didn't say that to her. I thought it. And she said, you know what, yeah, we have, uh, people have been checking out late, and so your room will be ready shortly. So I wait about 10 minutes, then my phone rings. Now, to give a little, uh, backstory, as I was, uh, as I was on the, as I was on the shuttle, the hotel shuttle, I thought to myself, I said, yeah, it just seems odd that they would have me catch the shuttle, because, uh, you know, usually like B clubs will send, will have you catch the shuttle because they're being cheap. But the uh, Improv's in a clubs in a room, and I've been here before, and they sent the car, or I might have rented a car uh, with Harris, so we had, had uh, you know, a way to get around. Yeah. Why? As I'm waiting there, my phone rings, and lo and behold, uh, it's not my phone. The hotel phone rings, and the clerk says, oh uh, yeah, Mr. Edwards." We have someone uh, on the phone that says your ride at the airport. <laughs> he said, what? And then I go into my phone and read the uh, thing that says I can catch the shuttle or I can have uh, one of the managers from the club come and get me, which I guess he did. Sorry, Phil. So Phil says here, you know what? Uh, you need anything? I said, well, you know what? My room's not ready. And so maybe we can go grab some food. So when he hangs up, he's on his way. I asked them at this point, it's been a good 10 minutes. My room's still not ready. So I'm getting a little vexed, but trying to maintain my composure. And I asked her, uh, yeah, is my room ready? It's been 15 minutes. She said no. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, this is unacceptable. And she's like, well, can we get you a drink ticket? I said, I don't drink. Don't offer me something to drink and I don't drink. Well, here's some breakfast coupons, which is what hotels do. They have a uh, breakfast buffet, so here you can go have some free uh, scrambled runny scrambled eggs that are gonna give you the runs later, <laughs> and some sausage if you eat it, which I don't. Sausage links and yogurt and pastry and Danish. But I did take those. Uh, the actually the first day I ate, I wound up just ordering something else. I didn't want. I didn't want. Uh, I had uh, I had Eggs Benedict, and as I was eating them, I was thinking, not a very popular place with the brothers. Brothers don't do Eggs Benedict, son. It's not our thing. <laughs> it just looks moist and wet, but I didn't go front. They had these Denver e- Eggs Benedict. Uh, they were good. They were good. I, I approve of Eggs Benedict, so I guess brothers do now do Eggs Benedict. So we go, uh, my man Phil picks me up. We go to Bar Louie. He knows some people there. And, uh, yeah, and then by the time I get back, my room, st- an hour and a half later, my room still wasn't ready. No, I'm just playing. The room was ready. But they had me in a double. They had me in a double, which is weird. But it was they were like, this is the only room we have. So I said, all right, I'll take it. And I'll take a king size when, when they uh, have one available. And the next day... They did put me in a different room. I gotta say, the skyline to Denver is beautiful. Anyone that uh, does follow me on uh, whether Instagram or Twitter or even uh, Facebook knows I've been taking pictures of the skyline. I'm I'm real big on the sky and nature. I love seeing the different colors of the sky, I like the blues with the hues of pink and red uh, cascading with the uh, the dark color of the of the mountains in the distance like Denver really is beautiful because you see like the cities in this bowl and then you see these mountains over it so I really enjoyed the um, enjoyed how the, the the sky and the the horizon and the skyline looked um, but think about this I left I woke up at 6:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I got to my room and checked in and was able to thank, thank God that I made it to my room at about 12 o'clock midnight Mountain Time, which means it was 2 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. So that was a long day, man. So that's why, that's why a brother winds up tired sometimes, man, because it's just a lot just a lot of traveling and a lot of hurry up and wait. And I think the Army, actually, being in the military, actually prepared me for it. Uh, but um, it does it does catch up to you. That's why every so often you need to just take a day where you do Nathan. And I think Thursday, we didn't actually have media on Thursday. We had media Friday. So the Thursday after I got to Denver, I went I worked out that morning, then grabbed some breakfast, and then I just chilled, did a little bit of writing, which is what you do. Any comics out there um, that don't know, man, get some writing done. You're on the road. This is your job. You got to write something. I actually was proud of myself because I told myself I'm going to start rehearsing some of my bits a little more. Because that's where, really where you also can find different tags and whatnot. So I wound up uh, running through some jokes I knew I was going to do that I had some ideas. Very jotted ideas. Um, but... I listened to uh, I listened to Vessie's interview, his complete the the final um, episodes of uh, his interview with Larry Moss, which well, this is famed uh, acting coach. And I was inspired, so I said, you know, what, yeah, this is this is what this is our job. This is what we do. Let's take it seriously and and rehearse. So that's what I did. Why not? And it showed, man. All all the shows this weekend. What fire. I was I was very proud. I was happy Thursday night and here's the thing, anyone knows any anyone that has ever worked a comedy club or worked in a comedy club knows that Thursday nights are a toss-up. Some nights, some Thursdays when you're doing a weekend, Thursday can be a bust. Because people still have to work on Friday. So you might get a couple of college kids that come out to the show and a few couples that couldn't find the sitter on the weekend. So they do their thing on Thursday night, but yo, it was it was it was packed in there, like two hundred plus on a Thursday. That's a good look right there, and that right there let me know. Okay, boom, this is gonna be a good weekend. It's gonna be a good weekend, and and it was. Uh, Thursday was great. Friday we had some nice uh, solid numbers, uh, and then Saturday, when uh Big Phil picked me up, he uh he when we pulled up to the club, you could see the line on the inside spilling to the outside which is always a great feeling because you're like okay we're we gonna fill up all three tiers because the comedy club is sort of stadium seats and, and tables so it's in tiers so the third tier we were packed to the back man even like the local comics that came to hang out they had to find somewhere else to stand and sit because we had packed them out so i'm very happy and i want to send a quick shout out to uh all, all my people all my fams in Denver. And It came out this weekend and made it a uh, made it such a a wonderful success story. Oh, and you know what? What here's what was nice. Uh, buddy of mine, his name is Bob Gamet. Bob and I were were uh, you know like I guess best friends or close friends in uh, in high school. Bob Bob was one of the families. That when we moved to Batavia, New York, which is Greek for no black people, no well, maybe three, Bob and his family they uh you know they were like my i don't I was gonna say my adopted family, but my parents, my family was up there, but they were like they were the first family I was close to. they lived in the uh same townhouse uh complex that my family did, so uh we played basketball together we used, i mean spent the better part of two years. Uh, with with this dude and his family all the time, you know. And so shout out to his brothers, uh, Kenny and Brian and their family, man. Much love to them. It was it was nice seeing him because I actually, last time I was out here, I think maybe a month or two later, he was like, uh, hey, man, see you doing your thing. Let me know when you're going to be in Denver. I was like, oh, I was just in Denver. So I said, next time I'm out there, I got to remember. <laughs> and I damn near forgot. I didn't remember until Saturday Afternoon. I've been here since Wednesday night, as y'all know. And Saturday afternoon, evening, um, uh, Phil and I, big Phil and I, we went to PF Chang's because y'all know if I'm on the road and there's a PF Chang's close by, we don't have them in New York City, but we had them in Denver, so we went there for lunch and ate. And then when I got back, I was like, it's like five five thirty. The show's at seven thirty. Phil's coming to get me at seven, so I'm thinking, oh damn. I forgot to hit Bob. I know Bob has three kids, so I gotta hit him up on Facebook and hope that he can make it out to the shows. And fortunately he did. We exchanged numbers so we don't have to ride on Facebook anymore. And hey man, it was just it was a beautiful thing seeing my old friend. Uh it's funny, Red, because uh we uh, there there was a uh, there was a schoolhouse rock Years ago on adjectives, and Bob and I pretty much look exactly the same. We just obviously we're we're a little older and uh, heavier, thick or whatever. But both have the same exact kid faces that we had back in the days. Back back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I said and wish I was a kid again. And everybody say, "Remember that song? What was his name? A uh, a." His name started with an A. It wasn't Akon. It was A something though. Back in the day, back in the day when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I said I wish I was a kid again. Um, So yeah, so we had great shows, great weekend. This morning, set my alarm for I think 7.15. I woke up at like, I don't know, 6.30 meditated, you gotta get your meditation on, man, get your mind right, clear your head, allow the flow of chi to flow properly, mm-hmm. and, uh, I know that that's that's sort of the cue for me to go and find another Bruce Lee-ism, and I will, but anyway, I uh, I got up, and I'm excited, I'm, like, finally going home, and, uh, it should be fun, um, I have, we stopped yesterday, we went to a fish and chip spot, and there was a, I think it's Wenchel's Donut, Wenchel's Donut, I always see them when I'm in L.A., but I've never actually gone to one, so uh, I said, you know, what, we're going in, and I, I got two, they make this glazed donut, oh, they had this uh, cherry red apple fritter that I was like, ah, oh, you know what, if I was staying an extra day. I would, but I'm not. I'm leaving tomorrow, and I'm not gonna consume this. Guess what? Guess who's going to get a cherry apple red, f- cherry red apple fritter? Uh, today, 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 today. So yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going to get that. So I had one left. I had one yesterday, which was uh, full of yummy goodness, and I had one left. So I ate that this morning. Brush my teeth, bathe. I'm I'm up and ready by seven thirty, and i happen to glance down and see my phone is lit up now i turn my phone off at eve, at night because i don't want people calling bugging me i don't want prompts because i i tweeted a bunch of things and and instagram a bunch of things last night uh because i was in a good mood so my man took a picture with rianne evans took a picture with my man bob and uh and I'm sure there's something else out there that I took a picture of. Oh, my girl, uh, shout-out Justine Marino, man. Uh, she's from Denver, and she's a comic, very funny, and happened to be in town. So she came by, did a guest spot, and it was good seeing her. We took a nice picture, and we said we're going to see who comes up with the better filter. She she went black and white. She went classic. I went colorful. I think I did lo-fi. Ooh. Sounds so silly. Um... So, yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, my phone is usually off because I don't want those uh, message prompts that someone liked the picture or uh, commented on the picture to come through all night. So I turn it off. Plus, I usually have my phone off or at least the ringer off when I go on stage because it's hard to say to a crowd, please make sure you turn off your phones or silence your phones and then you're on stage and your phone goes off. Um. So I didn't hear the phone ring. I didn't hear the phone text. But I look down and I see the little blue light flashing. And lo and behold, you all know what it says, don't you? I know you know what it says. Because I'm still here in doggone uh, Denver. It says flight 410 January 26th from Denver is canceled. You're rebooked at 6.10 a.m. The next day, I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. So now I'm stuck here. But I still, here's what's funny. People are stubborn, and I'm included in that number. Because I called Delta. I sit on hold for 40 minutes, totally forgetting to call Phil, who's coming to get me for 8 o'clock. He gets here. I'm still on hold with Delta. And I tell him, you know what, tell the club to extend my stay. I'm going to be here next day but i'm trying to see if i see what my options are lady tells me that this flight leaves 6:10 a.m. and it uh it's connected i'm like i'm not i'm not connecting through minneapolis so what if y'all decide to cancel flights now i'm stuck in the minneapolis airport so fly me directly on the same flight so they got me on leaving tomorrow at 10:55 a.m. so hopefully we make it home tomorrow inshallah even though I got my boy Calvin, the the father Muckin' filmmaker episode Calvin Fowler and uh, my boy DJ Scribble, and they both like you gonna be there till Thursday. I was like, son, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep an optimistic uh mentality. I'm I'm doing my best to see the glass as as half full. Let me live. I want to leave tomorrow. We're leaving tomorrow. Damn it. Uh. So anyway, back to Bruce Lee. Let's see, ooh, here we go, oh, I like this one, real <clears throat> real living is living for others, by Bruce Lee, let's say that again, real living is living for others, yes, uh, and it's, it's self-explanatory, it's saying, give it yourself, man, stop taking, I said that a couple weeks ago, Give, you gotta give, you gotta give of yourself, man. Sometimes it's good to give. It's nice to receive, but it's better to give. Doesn't it feel good to give? Be honest. Don't you don't you don't you like when you give somebody something and you see the the their facial expression or see their reaction? I know I do. Um but you know, what do I know? I'm just a comedian. I'm just a comedian, no? No, 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 not today. So real living is living for others, man. That's, that's Bruce Lee's words of wisdom for this week. Remember that, and maybe put it into practice. Make sure you, uh, you know, do something this week for somebody else, not just yourself, not just yourself. So, you know hear I me, mean? yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm stuck here until tomorrow. They got me on a direct flight. They actually got a brother upgraded, uh, which felt good. I don't care if that was, uh, just a way to placate me. Shoot, placate me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Placate me, son. But um, I'm hoping that I can make it back in time tomorrow because I uh, actually am doing this thing with uh, Frank Galiendo That's my man. He looked out. He does these things with ESPN Sports. So he reached out. Now, Frank and I, we're not friends. We're acquaintances. We know each other from a couple years ago. Uh, he had a show, Frank TV our Audition. And we uh, there, there, there's... There's respect. This is how you know it's respect shown because we we started. It wasn't really an impression off, but in in the meeting we just started, just doing multiple impressions back and forth. It was I like, type of thing you wish someone had recorded because uh it was a nice moment, and um and so he called me actually hit me on Twitter about a year year and a half ago. He's like, listen, I do these things with ESPN. If you ever have anything you want to do anyone that you spoof or goof on as an athlete or, an, uh, or in the realm of sports and sports entertainment, let me know. Which I thought was cool, you know, because he didn't have to do that. Uh, more often than not, people in the industry do not want to share opportunities. So, I, you know, when, when he did that, I said, Wow, well, Caliendo's a real mensch. He's a real mensch. I see. I have some some uh, Jewish friends. Teach me some things. Thank you, Gary Gallman. Um. So uh, he called me a couple weeks ago, and uh, we have this thing where we're gonna shoot that is gonna air as it leads up to the uh, the Super Bowl. I'm uh, supposed to shoot it Wednesday morning, so fingers crossed that I make it back home tomorrow. So that we can shoot this thing Thursday morning, otherwise, it'll, or Wednesday morning, otherwise, it'll be pushed to Thursday morning, which I don't want to do, is that uh, I leave on Saturday. Uh, and, uh, you know, so there's not a lot of time um, to get things done. To get things done. Um, so, anyway, y'all keep an eye out for for that. Uh, for, for your boy, getting his best Richard Sherman on, baby. He's getting his best Richard Sherman on. I think that's pretty much it, man. I really just uh, figured to, uh, you know, talk to y'all and give, since I'm stuck in a hotel room, why not, you know, drop this episode, do a new episode and drop it today. And then, uh, and then uh, I'll just, the one, the other one that I recorded, we can drop next week i'll just have that in the can for you you know these podcasts are timeless you can listen to them at any time isn't that the beautiful thing and uh, i guess we're back to blizzard it's not this one is not a uh polar vortex it's just a good good old-fashioned blizzard and they're saying it's supposed to uh, you know hit new york city or the east coast i should say not just new york city but the uh northeast Uh, This afternoon, evening. Now, you know, I was selfishly saying to myself, I was like, man, shoot. My flight's supposed to get in at like 4.30. Y'all could have just let me live. But, realistically, you know, it's probably best if, if, if... I just, I feel like we've all become a little softer. Like, I actually thought to myself, you know, what the terrorists have won. Because now we are a little more paranoid where things get shut down just in case. Now... Best case scenario, worst case, I'll be happy if New York City only gets two inches of snow and then Al Roker's on the news tomorrow saying, yeah, the storm front was, was, was pushed over the Atlantic, off the coast. We all hope for that. But then, you know, human beings, we're funny creatures because we're hard to please because if that happens, then everyone, everyone's going to be like, see, you didn't have to cancel our flights. But they have to err on the side of precaution which I get, you know. They they they'd rather be cautious than, God forbid, have anything tragic happen where you know a plane uh, doesn't make it to wherever its location is uh, and its destination safely. So, you know, I'm actually, you know, if if Delta and all the other airlines and air traffic control says that the plane's grounded and you're flying out tomorrow, I'm fine with that. Let me fly out tomorrow. Please let me fly out tomorrow and don't make it uh belabor the point and push it till wednesday or, or thursday as scribble says scribble i really don't need that negativity son i'm trying to keep a positive outlook on life feel me and there are things that i could do i'm i'm sure i could find something to do right uh maybe yeah what will what, what will i do uh well let's see things to do in denver um actually phil he said you know if you want to go check out a uh a weed dispensary see where they make it and, and how uh how high-end it is he said i mean it's like a wine uh, a winery so it'll be interesting maybe we'll go check that out we can go to pf Chang's again because they ain't in new york city uh so maybe i'll go back to pf Chang's. um this this is what this makes you almost wish you got high just so you can say yeah I stayed in uh Denver an extra day but it's all good <laughs> uh but nah, it's not for me uh maybe I'll maybe I'll go check a movie I got a little writing done earlier I think I'm gonna write a little bit more why not you know you have the time so yeah look, look, and you know what look at this Phil uh just texted me he said. I'm tired, gonna sleep till two, and then we'll go to a food spot. That was about 50 minutes ago, no, 40 minutes ago, and actually, he just texted me, actually, let's go now, starving. So I'm like, bet, let's go eat now. Let's go eat now. And I swiped, so instead of it saying, good, let's go eat, it said, very. Her, go easy. Uh, Let's go eat, all right. Let's go eat. So look, y'all. I'd love to sit here and uh, and chat with you a little more about a brother a brother's hungry. All I had was a a lovely Winchell's uh donut this morning and a fruit salad. So a brother's going to get his grub on. And look, I noticed this episode is going to go out late, but there is no late. It's on time. It's going out on Monday. And look, hey, hey, all of y'all, all of y'all that are looking, everybody from uh from a man big Omar that always listens and 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 tweets about it to uh Malibu Kelly and 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 uh, a girl Sin, Sin 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 well just Sin. How about that? Yeah, I know it's it's late in the afternoon slash early evening. And it's going out, but it's going out. You're getting it, and it's Monday. So deal with it. Damn it, I'm but one man. Anyway. Uh, I guess I should go brush my teeth yet again. Um, I should. Yeah, do you brush your teeth? I wonder. Do y'all brush your teeth before you eat or after you eat? That's always weird because your parents would always tell you brush your teeth and then come out, come downstairs, or come to the kitchen and eat. But I'm like, well, I'm about to. You you wouldn't <laughs> you wouldn't wash your car just to drive through a snowstorm, you know? Why would you do that? Uh, that's like our hall used to have a joke. He was like, why right, people always want you to. Uh, you know, clean clean your house. No, no, his joke was your mother always say, you know, leave the lights and, and the TV on um, when we go out. And he was like, that was stupid because you mess around, come home, and you see somebody broke in your house, and they, they now dancing and having a party in your crib. I had a joke that I wrote. I never did. Well, I was like, I never understood that. Why would you clean your house? You should leave your house as sloppy as possible, make it harder for criminals to find things in the crib. But that's just me. Anywho. Hey man, on this special edition this special uh Muckin' Blizzard edition, this Muckin' Blizzard cancel flight edition of the Protocol, man. Of the Muckin' Protocol. Thank y'all for riding with me, man. I hope uh I I want y'all to know that even though these podcasts are oftentimes for you, uh they're also very therapeutic for me, sitting and riding with y'all for the last hour or so. At least gave me not only gave me something to do and be productive while I'm stuck in this hotel room, but it also, uh, you know, it also I I got to laugh a little bit, and that's all you sometimes want to do, man. You know, laugh about life and uh, and live live your life for others, man. Like like Bruce, real living is living for others. right, this is your man Dean Edwards. Uh, We'll catch y'all next time next week. Actually by the time I the the next podcast you get, I recorded uh the other day and that'll go out next week. Uh so next time I talk to y'all, I I'll be on a ship again. As a matter of fact, the next one y'all get should be the week before uh the week before Valentine's Day. And I mentioned some things about not Valentine's but about uh something that happens day after Valentine's Day uh, on the 15th of February. For for any uh, that are out there that um, might be in the Texas area, I'm trying to think where will I be performing. Oh, you know what? I'm at Gotham Comedy Club Easter weekend, Good Friday and the day after uh, on Saturday the 4th of April. So Friday the 3rd of April, Saturday the 4th of April, you can catch me at Gotham Comedy Club, New York City on West 23rd Street. Uh... And I have a couple of other dates that you know what, no need to plug them now. They're pretty pretty far in the distance. But if you if you're in um if you're in the Dallas area, you know keep your eye out. I'm coming back to uh, to Hyenas. I'm coming. I'm coming back to Hyenas Comedy Club in the middle the latter part of April. That's April. I'll be in Plano, Texas, Hyenas, uh, the 16th through the 18th. And then I'm there again, uh, the hyenas in Dallas, uh, not till June, but June 11th through 13th. So y'all, y'all check your brother out, man. It's been real. Uh, yeah, man. So for the Market Protocols, your man, Dean Edwards. As always, we in the building and you in there with us. You know what? Y'all know how I like doing, getting a full hour. But I'm at 59 minutes and 15 seconds. So what do you think? You think I should keep going? Should I get the full, you want your full 60? You want me to go, I can go real long. If I hit 60, then I'm going real long. And now people are listening like, why are you doing that voice? Cause it's what I do at stall. This is this is what they call in the industry, stretching for time. <laughs> I should uh but said, so uh, there was a there was a bear and a rabbit, and the rabbit said, "No, damn, see that? I was about. To, that's why I don't tell stock jokes, man. I don't tell stock jokes because uh because evidently I'm I'm not good at re- remembering them. Anyway, we've hit sixty uh, minutes, so that's enough for y'all. Yeah, you 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 take from me. You just keep taking from me, and I keep giving. You're all enablers." but I appreciate it, all right? All love, man, two fingers. I'll, I'll scream at y'all next time. Basic.